0: as well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good, clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our Integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So, If preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try if you're trying to lower your blood pressure you're trying to lower your cholesterol you're trying to get your blood sugar down try to do pure plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel these are organic meals they are gluten free if you need them to be they can be dairy free they are soy free you're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives from the dot com fed fed from the dot com these
1: Welcome to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, the Integrity Way, with your hosts, John and Debbie Morris from Integrity Training Systems. Hey everybody, it's uh, John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems here. Thanks for tuning in if it is your first time. If you're returning, we're glad you're back as well. going to talk a little bit about treatments today. A lot of times people kind of give up on their health or just think, oh, I can't do it or that's too much or... You know, there's just sometimes don't even know where to start. So we want to talk a little bit about some of the treatments that Deb gets, some of the treatments that I get, uh, some of the people that we go to for those treatments, and then um, just creating a scenario where you're doing all you can do to, to better your health. So, Deb, let's just start with stem cell. Uh, we'll start there because you just had that done about two hours ago, I had, <laughs> I had to uh, drive her there and pick her up. She's doing really well, but it is a, you know, there's a little bit of pain obviously associated with the process and she's moving kind of slow. So talk to us a little bit about that, kind of why the pain's there, what the process is and what it what it, it intended to do for you.
0: Well, um, I guess one thing I just want to say first before I even go into it is, is I guess, Just think about, like, a lot of times people put all their eggs in one basket, right? They have a doctor and they think that the doctor is just the one to fix everything for them, right? Like, they're going to get all the answers, all the solutions from this one doctor. And I wish that that were the case, that we could find this magical doctor that could fix everything for us. Um, But the unfortunate thing is, is it's just not the case because it's, it's just like in my, in my opinion, it's just like a preacher or a pastor. The pastor is not perfect. The pastor is a human being. Okay. So they're never, ever, ever going to be this portrait of perfection. Like people sort of make them out to have to be. A doctor is going to see uh, anywhere between, depending on the type of doctor, you know, eight to 30 People with the rest of the day after they see you, right?
1: I also think if you think about not not only how many people they're going to see in a day, which how many people that lends to seeing in a week, but the amount of data that's out there for the amount of issues with health that there are. You right. know, what I mean, that's a lot of data for anyone to know. Even if you're like a heart doctor, just the data specific to the heart is a lot. Right. You know, so if you've got someone that's working on multiple facets of health, I mean, it's it's hard to know everything.
0: Yeah. And so at the end of the day, what I often hear uh, folks talk to me about is their frustration with the fact that a certain doctor hasn't figured something out or a certain doctor hasn't found the solution. And I have clients that tell me this often. And so I say, so are you just putting all your eggs in one basket? I mean, are you just leaving it up to that doctor to figure it out or are you going to keep pressing on?
1: Right. right. Because, I mean, the thing is that doctor's giving you the best that they can give you at that time. Sometimes and, and, and sometimes and sometimes not. You know, not. Right. And, but, you know, the unfortunate situation is like, uh, you know, unless you can afford to pay the doctor their monthly salary, they've got other people to pertain or to look into as well.
0: But also there really isn't
1: any one stop shop. And Correct. I think that's why
0: we're sort of approaching this topic. Right. Because from my perspective, you know, I've been basically uh working on my health uh for over 20 years right you know when I collapsed on my driveway and went to the hospital in an ambulance and at
1: one point you were told by over 20 doctors that you basically that was it you know they have no idea and you're I
0: went to 22 different doctors and no one had a diagnosis you're you're all but
1: gonna die I mean you were
0: literally withering away so it's like they told me there was nothing wrong with me right and I was withering away so I mean if you just give up, you, you you will die. I mean, you will die. You, right. you, you you can either surrender or you can die fighting. And so in my opinion, I, I've just I s have always said I will die fighting. Right. You know, I, I I will not surrender to just never knowing what's wrong or surrendering to some type of just, you know, diagnosis disease. You know, I'm just gonna keep fighting and battling for it and spending every day of my life trying to be well. Um, but I, I've never put anything in one doctor's lap because you can't. And just because one doctor didn't figure something out, it doesn't mean it wasn't wisdom. The experience with that doctor was wisdom, and I gained knowledge for a next step and for a next thing that I could do. Um, some doctors are really caring and and, 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 con- and they're concerned about you, and, and I'll certainly mention those doctors and, I mean, you get to where you truly love the people. I mean, you, 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 because you can see their heart and you know how much they're putting into you. Other doctors are strictly science and they're only going to give you their facts. And that's okay, too. But there's treatments that you can research. I mean, you know, and that's what I want to talk about today. I don't do all of these treatments because someone said, go do this. Or this specific doctor said, go do this. And this specific doctor said, go do this. I mean, I have had to navigate my health journey over here just being little old me, you know. And I've had to, to, to fight for it by myself. And in your health journey, um, you've been fighting for it. But I've been campaigning for it with you. Right finding doctors, going to the doctors with you, finding medications, finding supplements, finding treatments. You know, you just can't give up. I mean, you just have to keep researching. You have to keep reading. You have to keep discussing it with people, keeping the door open. You have to keep praying. You have to keep believing. In my opinion, the biggest The most important thing that I've done in my journey is believe God for breakthrough and healing and trusting him for the wisdom to know who to work with, when to work with them and how to work with them. And if I don't have the money for it, I don't just rule it out and say, I'll never be able to afford that. I go down to my knees and I say, God, what would you have me do to be able to afford this if it's your will for me to do the program? What needs to happen Please open the windows of heaven and impart a blessing to me that will make this possible. You know what? I don't always pay for it, right? Right. Something comes up. I do nutrition for somebody. I help somebody. Uh, Someone walks in our door and says, I want you to be part of this program. I mean, I don't know. But what I do know is I relied on God every step of the way and that he is the one that made the path for me to be able to do it. So with the stem cells, um, I go to Dr. Richard Bly, B-L-I-G-H, and he is in over off Ballast over by Missouri Baptist, and I've gone to Dr. Bly as my primary care physician for over 12 years, and I've sent numerous, numerous clients to him for all different sorts of things. I went to him initially for hormone replacement because I had really, really messed up hormones at a very young age. And so, you know, Dr. Bly has always been preventative healthcare and innovative healthcare. He's always kind of been on the cusp of what was next. And that's what I've always loved about him. It's not been your typical, you know, healthcare situation. He's always kind of thinking outside the box. Now, I've also since met a number of doctors that are thinking like that because I've researched them. Okay. And I've talked to people. Well, he started doing stem cell treatments a while back, and what they do, and, and this is my third year doing stem cell treatments. And uh, so, what they do is they will um, numb your le- numb your legs, numb your arms, numb numb your stomach wherever the the correct positioning is. Um, he's uh, numbed the outer portion of my leg, um, and uh, he gets mad at me and always, you know, always tells me, you know. Or I guess he doesn't really get mad at me, but he always or his assistant Dana always gets mad at me and says, "Debbie, you, just, you know, you've got to gain some fat so we have some fat for you to lose." And I'm like looking at my body, going, "Surely there's some fat on here, okay? You know, like I'm not hyper hyper skinny, you know." So, anyways, they go into the side of my leg and they grab fat. Uh, they actually remove fat from my system. And then they take that fat along with some blood and they put it in a machine and they harvest all of the stem cells out of that. And then they put that in an IV and they resubmit it back into my body and my body just goes to work at repairing. All those stem cells just get ignited inside my body and it is remarkable the changes that I've seen from it. And when we come back from this break, I'm going to just break down very, very quickly because I'm going to go into some other treatments. You know, the three years worth of stem cells and what has happened with those three years worth of stem cells, you know, what types of results um, I received from them. Uh, For more information on a six-month nutrition program with us at Integrity Training Systems, you can take a look at us at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com as well as information for our online Master's Nutrition Program, where I do live cooking demonstrations and we discuss nutrition in full detail. And also for a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers, where we identify any muscle imbalances you have or any postural deviations that you have, it is absolutely no charge. You can give us a call at 636-299-2208. And when we come back from this break, give you a little bit of information on how I received benefit from the stem cell treatments.
1: Welcome back from the break everybody just Debbie Morris and I John Morris here in the studio talking about some of the things that we do to keep ourselves healthy and to continue to chase health. Uh, right before the break we were talking about stem cell treatments. Uh, Debbie actually has had them done now for the third time as of today and right before the break was discussing how the stem cell uh, worked as far as the um, the physical process but now going to talk a little bit about the science and what she benefits from it. So Deb, why don't you go ahead and, and tell them what you've gotten from it.
0: So the first year that we did it was when my immune system was really, really under attack, very serious attack. And I, I know, you know, you witnessed time, but um, my I would have hives basically every day, big welts. I would eat my food and it looked like I'd been whipped.
1: Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's like if you've ever seen the exorcist or like one of those poltergeist movies I thought that she was maybe getting possessed or something because the freaky stuff where the skin like rises and like patterns I mean yeah. you could almost like see a it's like I was trying to read like Japanese letters on her back you right. know I mean it was it was pretty crazy
0: well so un- you know unfortunately that was something that I dealt with on a daily basis rashes hives irritation in the skin irritation in the scalp my scalp would look bright red look like it was on fire I hadn't even touched my scalp. It would just look like it was on and fire. You got to
1: understand when she says this happens after she eats. I, I have legitimately never met someone who eats as clean as she does. She's talking about eating like plain broccoli, plain green beans, uh, turkey, um, uh, salmon. I mean, it's not flavored. It's not. It's just just basic clean, organic food was causing that to happen.
0: Right. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's a good thing to note because I wasn't eating anything off, you know, maybe a piece of fruit or, you know, or something like that. So my body was just under chronic, chronic attack. And so that first year when we did the stem cells, uh, what was wild was it was almost like within a first two week period of time, like I just stopped having skin issues. I have not had skin issues ever since. Right. It's been three years. I don't have any of those hives. I don't have anything like that. And then another immediate difference um, that was made in that first year was the thermal stress issues. Because we went to Florida multiple times in high heat situations. And I was able to actually be outside. Prior to the stem cells, I literally was not able to be outside. Like, at all. Like, going to Florida... During basically May until, you know, the beginning of October, I couldn't even consider doing that. I, I would only be able to go from October until basically like the end of February because I could not be in the heat. I would feel like I was having heat stroke, which I mean, I honestly have had really major situations in heat. Um, and, and I feel like basically that was a, a recovered, you know, thing from the stem cells. And then that year, my, my immune system calmed down significantly. So I decided exactly a year later I was going to do it again. And then um, at the very same time, so I did it. And then two weeks later, I had a remove and replace uh, surgery done for breast augmentation because I had a damaged uh, breast implant. And... What was interesting was Dr. Nathan even spoke to me and said, I'm going to let you go ahead and start working out like a week early because you are recovering so magnificently, like you have just really done beautiful. And I even said, I honestly, from week one, I mean, I I didn't have any problem. I mean, right. really, I didn't have any pain. I never took pain medication. I didn't take one day's worth of pain medication I didn't take anything. And so I kind of feel like the second stem cell treatment, although quite beneficial because I recovered from that surgery beautifully, I truly feel like everything almost like went into the area that was damaged and it just went right to repairing that. So I didn't necessarily get maybe the immune benefit that I think I would have, although who knows? I mean, maybe had I not done it, maybe my immune system would have been worse this year. I'm not sure. Right. And so this year will be interesting because I don't, you know, I don't know what, uh, what will transpire, you know what I mean? So we'll just kind of wait and see, I guess, but that's definitely one thing that I, I pray and believe for the opportunity to be able to do each year for sure, you know?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I think the biggest thing with that is if, if you're new to our show, you don't know that, you know, Debbie has an autoimmune condition and a host of other things that she deals with on a regular basis. So As far as targeting health, you know, something like this is an opportunity for her to correct or increase at least her immunity, which is huge. Um, As she stated, this isn't the only thing that she does for her health, nor is it the only doctor she goes to. Uh, We're going to be going to a break here in a couple minutes, but I just want to, you know, launch into a, a little bit more about some of the things you do, Deb. I mean, obviously, I know we do massages as you can, chiropractic work as you can, um, talk to us a little bit about um, your chiropractic visits and then um, maybe we'll start to talk a little bit about massage as we head into the next segment.
0: Um, well, as far as a chiropractor is concerned, I've always met with a chiropractor on a monthly basis. Um, but I recommend that people do it as often as you can. And, and you know, in, in terms of being able to uh, get manipulation, um, I have an adjustment on my mid-back done every week. By a chiropractor that I work with that does um, also applied kinesiology, which is muscle testing. And I actually go to her very specifically for my immune system. And then I go to Dr. Abe Carpenter uh, for as my chiropractor for adjusting. And I see him about once every six weeks. And he really takes my structure and, and works on properly getting it aligned. And then my massage therapist actually really works at making sure that I'm not blocked anywhere, that my lymphatic system is transferring the way it should so that toxins are very consistently being removed. I am not um, holding any acid, you know, acidity in my body. All the lactic acid isn't you know, continually being built up in any one particular area. Now, I do take massage very seriously because I have watched it really heal my body and make me feel so much better so i try to do a massage on a weekly basis if not biweekly whatever i can do in terms of time but i know that there are some massage therapists that are great and then there are some massage therapists that are exceptional
1: this is part of what we're talking about when we say you know don't give up on your health is even beyond trying to find paths to increasing your health and wellness. Sometimes those paths are dictated in in quality by who is helping you or assisting you through that. So, you know, if you go get a bad massage or you go get a bad adjustment, don't don't just rule that out because there's going to be people that specialize in things differently within those same lines of work.
0: Right? It's just finding your it's finding your right your right fit and sometimes it just takes time to find that. It takes going to some ones that are not your right fit to find it. You know, in terms of us, you know, we may be the right fit for your nutrition. We may be the right fit for your training, but you're never going to know unless you try and unless you really put that foot forward and you say, okay, today's the day I'm going to make a change in my body. For more information on our online master's nutrition program or our six-month nutrition program uh, where you sit one-on-one with me personally for that, uh, you can take a look at us at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or to schedule a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers. You can call us at 636-299-2208.
1: Welcome back everybody Debbie and John in the studio here today we've been talking about some of the things that you can do to increase your own health and wellness uh, just a couple examples of the things that Debbie does on a regular basis to try to stay healthy the main thing that we're trying to get across here is just never giving up even when something doesn't work continuing to push and pursue and find the right medical and health assistance to, to get you feeling well so Just before the break, we were talking a little bit about chiropractic, and you mentioned your chiropractor that you see that also does muscle testing. So I know that Dr. Anna has been kind of a a major uh, important part of how you've recovered over these past few years, so why don't we talk a little bit about that?
0: Yes, and Dr. Anna is basically the doctor that was able to identify that I have Hashimoto's. And so she did that, I mean, I think going on 15 years, it's Dr. Anna Bone at Bone Chiropractic. And uh, she was able to run the right blood work and determine what was actually attacking my immune system. So it, after 22 different doctors, none of them had ran a thyroid antibody panel, not, not one of them. Right. Um, In fact, none of them had run my T3 or my T4. They had only run a TSH, and in every single um, blood panel, my TSH was okay. Uh, But then when we finally ran the T3 and the T4, the T3 was off, and then my thyroid antibodies were just like outrageous. They were like in the thousands. Right. Um, So I mean, I was just really under attack. Now I ended up having plenty of other scenarios going on as well, but. She was the one that stirred the pot to get those tests done, thank goodness. And what she does is I see her each week and she muscle tests me, she homeopathic homeopathically treats me for different things um you know with the fireworks I ended up having an issue with smoke and I started coughing and almost had like a wheezing you know situation for about two yeah, weeks it was pretty intense which, I mean, we
1: don't even shoot them off that was just from walking outside for a few minutes to walk one of our dogs
0: but she definitely treated me for that homeopathically and she uh, put me in a situation where um I mean I could legitimately taste the smoke coming out of my system, you know. So, but she has been instrumental, instrumental in helping me to be well and I don't honestly know where I would be if it wasn't for her. She's also someone that I can bounce things off of, you know, I can say, "Okay, what do you think about this and what do you think about that?" Dr. Bly is also someone I've been able to bounce ideas off of. I mean, I mean I can go to either of the two of those them and say, okay, I've done my research, I've done my homework. Now, what do you think about ozone therapy? What do you think about uh, vitamin therapy? You know, how do you you feel about me doing that specifically? And then they give me their two cents on what they think I should do and how they think I should do it. And I'm super thankful
1: for that, you know. I know another thing that you do is you go, I believe, every week, right? You'd think I would know this, but our schedules are so crazy, to do ozone and vitamin C.
0: Well, yes, I do, um, I do go to Dr. Mike Shamewilder's office uh, for ozone treatments and for vitamin C therapy. The vitamin C therapy is through IV, and it is every week. I've done a vitamin okay, C IV every week for um, over three years now, over three years, and which improves your adrenals um, but obviously stimulates the immune system and, and, and truly helps to fight free radicals. Um, I also have done this with Dr. Bly, and I've also done it with Dr. Eric Naputi as well. They've all done vitamin C therapy. Um, Because I am wanting to do ozone therapy, um, just to really try to down-regulate my viral load uh, because I have chronic fatigue viruses that presented themselves in my blood work, um, they wanted me to start doing the ozone therapy. Dr. Shane has the ability to do ozone through a sauna, um, and then he does it through blood. And so they remove my blood, add ozone to it, and then submit the blood back into me, Um, you know, submit my blood back into me. And I did that every week for a six-month period of time. And then I also um, now you know, just because people are so sick right now, there's so much COVID going around and things like that. I've been doing it every week and I'm going to do it every week for this month, but then I'll go back to doing it just once a month, the ozone. They also use a UV light. And so they take my IV and they stick it into this UV light. And so as my blood uh, transfers through the IV tube, it also goes through a UV light. So we're basically just trying to eradicate any kind of... Science toxin above my head. yeah toxin that's in my body more or less and there's some there's some toxicity that goes along with it there's some detoxing that goes along with that and so you want to have a team of people that are helping you that really know what they're doing so i go to dr anna and she puts me on binders you know and then she puts me on uh, lymphatic uh, support and then she puts me on kidney and liver support you know so i have a tremendous amount of of, um, you know, people that are supporting me in doing, you know, these treatments. And even Dr. Mike Shamwalder has been someone who I've met with and spoke with, and he's phenomenal It's just absolutely wonderful to consult with. It was extremely helpful. And, and why did I do any of that? Because I stood at the end of my bed or sat at the end of my bed one morning, and then the next morning I did it again. And I said, I'm not ready to die. I'm not ready to live the rest of my life like this. I want to be well and I'm gonna get up every day and I'm gonna keep trying to find someone to help me overcome and be well. And all of these people are helping me, you know? And you know, one other category that I, there's two categories that I'd like to continue to talk about or I'd like to talk about, you know, just to help people understand all the different dynamics. There's plenty of things I'm not mentioning. I'm not mentioning hyperbaric oxygen therapy that people could do. And we talked about that last week. You know, there's a lot of different treatments that I'm not mentioning. I'm just talking about what I do and what I have done and what has worked for me. Just so that people could understand that there have been times where I didn't know where my next paycheck was coming from. And I still found a way to take care of myself. I still found a way to fight for myself. I still found a way. I mean, I just found a formula. I got a care credit card one time, and this is three years ago. I got a care credit card. They they It's a 0% financing credit card, and they'll let you put medical treatments on it. And you know I had that for our dogs. I had it for our dogs so that we could pay for vet visits you know, and not have to take tons of money. And you know what? One day I just said, I, I've got to do this. I have to do this for my body. I have to start doing this. I have to start working towards helping myself. And I put it on the care credit card and it's a 0% financing card. So I was able, yeah, maybe I wasn't able to pay cash for the program at that time in my life, but I made a payment. And what are you making a payment on? I mean, are you making a payment on a Starbucks? Are you making a payment uh, on uh, going out to eat three times a week? I mean, what, what are you making a payment on? You're making a payment on something, right? And so, you know, I just decided this was going to be my something. I'm not getting a new pair of shoes. I'm going to go and I'm going to get ozone therapy I'm gonna right. and I'm going to fight to get better. So another person that I see every week is Dr. Alex Chen. And I know, John, yes. that you go with me to see him as well. I see him every week. John seems, sees him every other week and he does acupuncture. He's a doctor, Chinese medicine and nutritional therapy. And he uh, does. He's also an herbalist. His herbs, I feel like, have been game changing for my life. Um, they have redirected my digestive system you know along with dr Anna she basically made it to where I felt like feel like I, I don't have leaky gut anymore uh, dr Chen has made it to where I have successful digestion every single day now I still have lymphatic swelling I still have sluggish lymph system you know I still have issues like that but the acupuncture
1: improves my circulation dramatically and I think it's neat uh, the the different things that different doctors can use to help different people. I mean, I've been going to Dr. Chen for a little while now and at, at one point a few months back, I threw my back out and I mean, I'm talking to the point I I couldn't stand unassisted. Yeah, the pain we was pretty even, we bad. talked about
0: on the radio. And, uh,
1: yeah. yeah. And so um, you know, I was back on my feet in a week. You know, now I did a lot of massages, I did, you know, a lot of chiropractic visits. I met with Dr alex twice and 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 did you know acupuncture but my point is like i know guys my age that do what i did and they're down for 12 weeks you know it's like i i forced myself into the sense of recovery but it was neat to work with dr alex to get this acupuncture done he did things on me that i won't describe on the radio because you won't go to him but (laughs) it's like everybody i tell their eyes get real big like he put a needle where you know but i mean he did some techniques on me, and I, I walked, actually walked, assisted by a cane, but I walked out of an office that I did not walk into. Right. So it was a, a, pretty, a pretty neat deal. But the, you know, I think the point we're really trying to get across to you here is you have to be willing to fight to find people that can help you. You have to be willing to put in the effort to look for people, to look beyond bad experiences, You know, to look beyond, well, I had a massage, or I did acupuncture once, or I did this once. And it's not great. You know, do your research and try to find something that could either work better for you or someone that might work better for you in that same environment. You know, someone like us, you know, a lot of times I think people get confused because we, we work out of a, a gym atmosphere, but we're there to help people get healthy. This is part of what we do. We help build this team and we've got experience in it because we're not just finding people that do stuff. We're finding things that have worked for us you know, and in the next segment, we're going to talk a little bit about perception. We're going to talk a little bit about reality. And I just think that people get hung up on the fact that, oh, Debbie and John own a gym. So must be nice to just work out all the time and be in great shape. I've heard it. I mean, people have said it to me like, oh yeah. I mean, I'd be buff too. If I worked out in a gym all day, I'm like, do you think I just work out in a gym all day? Like that'd be, wow, that'd be quite the job, you know? But the thing is like, we have to go find ways to be healthy as well, and that has equipped us and gave us the knowledge to help you, you know, to help other people.
0: Right, and then I think it's also important to acknowledge that there is preventative medicine and then there is standard of care, you know, basically traditional medicine, and there is also functional medicine. My final doctor that I work with is Dr. Bashima Williams, And she has a wonderful husband, Dr. Mike Williams. Dr. Bashima Williams is a functional medicine doctor. She is trying to get to the root, to the very root of the cause of something. My first appointment, she spent an hour talking about my medical history, building a timeline of how things potentially could have gone wrong. Never just prescribing a medication, trying to understand what could be at the root cause. Cause of the problem, uh, understanding that I do have a traditional medicine doctor, I also have a chiropractor, but now I also have a functional medicine doctor. I have a team of people that are helping me, and I do ask that that team of people be willing to work within the parameters that they're all working with each other. Um, but i i don't I don't just give up. I right. don't just stay stuck only this doctor's willing to do this, and they're not thinking of this, this, and this, then I'm going to find somebody that's thinking of this, this, and this, and I'm going to open the door to the possibility that they may have a little bit more information. you know. And yes, I'm going to have to make sacrifices to be able to do it, but those sacrifices could cause me to be in a completely different position with my health. our Our nutrition program is geared towards around changing someone's lifestyle, but ultimately changing their health. You know, these doctors that I've mentioned, they refer patients to me for nutrition. You know, for me to be able to assist their patients with nutrition because they believe nutrition is a key part to, uh, to wellness. For more information on our six-month nutrition program, you can take a look at us at integritytrainingsystems.com or you can call us at 636-299-2208.
1: Welcome back everybody John and Debbie Morris in the studio here we've been talking about some of the different treatments that Debbie does to stay well and right before the break I had mentioned perception versus reality and you you know you hear or I have heard perhaps this isn't as common of a phrase as I think it is but you'll hear people say well perception is reality. Um, because a lot of times what happens is people just accept if that's how I see it, that's my side of the story. You'll hear a lot like, let me tell you my side of the story. And, and that becomes the reality. But in truth, there there's only one reality. And how you perceive it is actually adaptable. It's changeable. You know, if you walk around saying, well, you know, um, she's going to break up with me anyway, so I might as well, you know, like not not even try to make this relationship work you're probably going to create a situation where the girl breaks up with you because she started dealing with that so yeah you're right it becomes reality but because you made your perception create reality you know and i think that when you when you think about those as two separate things Um, You start to understand that you have the power to kind of control your health, to control your wellness, to change situations. Right. And I, there's a book called the four agreements
0: and it's a really super easy to read book. It's very simple. And one of the four agreements, basically they're just saying, you know, you should have these four agreements, you know, kind of govern your life. Basically one of them is don't take anything personally. I think that's a very important agreement. Right. Uh, One of them is always, always doing your best. Um, you know, being honest. Um, and then one of them is don't make assumptions. Okay. And what I've learned, and I'm, I mean, I'm 47, so I'm not ashamed to tell you how old I am and how many years I've had to learn this. But what I've learned is that people often make assumptions about everything, and those assumptions then become their reality. A lot of emotional eating is triggered by this because you get a perception of a situation, right? Someone says or does something. You don't have all the facts in the situation. And maybe that's a doctor. Maybe that's, you know, a, a friend. Maybe that's a trainer. Maybe that's a, you know, a, a, a person that you're working with that you don't have the whole story. Okay. You kind of have bits and pieces and so now you've created this story, right? You're starting to put these pieces together. I know John was an investigator, right? So he has no choice as an investigator, you know, with the police department to sort of try to more or less put together a, right. a puzzle, basically. But where it becomes dangerous is when we put that puzzle together and we don't actually try to get the candid, facts in the situation. And so we start drawing conclusions based off of assumptions. And it can be so damaging to to truly, you know, every aspect of our life, most especially our health.
1: I think the problem using the visual of putting a puzzle together is a lot of times people think they put the puzzle together using the pieces, but they're not using the pieces from the puzzle they're actually trying to put together. They're using an insecurity or they're projecting something that they've had a history with or they think that there's something when there's not. I mean, you sent me a a meme a while back that was hilarious and it said, people are so used to others being indirect and phony that clear, direct communication appears aggressive. I mean, people are so like, if you don't have a smiley face emoji or an exclamation point in the text, They think you're mad at them. Right. You know, it's gotten to a point now where if your text is too short, the assumption is that you're mad at them. Yeah. You know, and it's like if we spend our whole time trying to discern what we think is or isn't going to offend someone else, you're going to drive yourself insane. Now, I mean, obviously, you don't walk up to someone, look them in the face and tell them you think that they're stupid. I mean, maybe you do do that. But, you know, it's like there, there comes a point where you... What you're saying has to be truth, but you sh- you shouldn't have to try to sugarcoat everything that you say or do. And and this actually, I mean, I think this holds true for people in, like you said, all walks of life, all regards of life. People are walking around just assuming things about everything going on around them. Right, exactly. You know, and
0: I guess another thing I just want to kind of note on that is that when you feel like you need to vent something, right? Like let's say you're in a situation where, you know, you've made an assumption about a situation and I'm I'm, I'm kind of stemming all this just based off of why people emotionally eat. So if you're wondering why I'm talking about it, because right. I just sit and listen to people tell me the reasons why they end up bailing on their plan and having an entire day that they've just do- dove into really bad food, right? Right. And so, at the end of the day, it's because they're making these false assumptions more or less, right? And so they make these false assumptions about something, and then they need they need like a support system for the false assumption, right? So they call it vent they're venting ventilation, right. yes. okay so they needed to vent to somebody about it to try to make themselves feel better. Um, but at the end of the day, then what happens?
1: Well, you create a reality in someone else.
0: Now the next person has been tainted. Right. Okay, it's contagious now. Um, it's like the zombie. You know, it's like it's like now the next person's been zombified. Right, and the problem know? is
1: they are only using the pieces of the puzzle that they're being handed. Which so could be they, a
0: false impression right. anyways. And it usually is. Right. So they
1: don't even have the ability to discern that what they're being told is A projection of an insecurity from the person they're listening to, they just go straight to trying to console or comfort that person and siding with them. Yes. You know, and so next thing you know, you have a scenario where it's not even about taking sides because there isn't a fight. There's not even something occurring right now. And so you get someone who's like, well, I emotionally ate and I went off the rails because my friend, you know, said this and I think they meant this. And so, You know, now my whole day's ruined. And really, the friend was just saying something that was data oriented. You know, it's it's not it's not something. Like you said,
0: my boss said okay, and she didn't put a smiley face, or she didn't do this, or didn't do that. Well, maybe your boss was just trying to ask you a question, right? You know, or maybe your boss was just trying to answer so they could go back to work, but they took the time to answer. You know, there's just so many different reasons. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, is, before you get yourself completely ate up in developing a false narrative in your mind about whatever your current situation is with whoever your current situation is, back up for a second and pray about it first. God, give me the wisdom. Show me where the truth is in this situation and tell me what my next step should be. Okay? Then, before you decide to take one step in the direction of going to someone else and dumping your load of trash on them, so that now they're going to have a false impression too and recognize you're actually damaging things with that. So, before you decide to do that, really think about it. Could you go back to the person and very comfortably and candidly say, This is what I'm getting out of the situation? I got that you said this, and I'm thinking that you meant this. I want to give you the opportunity to tell me, is that true? Right. Right. Most well,
1: people are so afraid of confrontation, they'd rather just live in the lie. doesn't even have you to know? be confrontational. But that's, but that's my point. Do they, it, in they, they think it in love. Walk in love with it. Yeah, with they it. think it will be. So if it's like. If you
0: can go about it in love and you walk in love towards it, it doesn't have
1: to be. I think one of the most age old things that you've heard told as advice is sleep on it. Right. always sleep on it. Breathe on it. it. Take well, deep breaths. Well, the reason breaths. they're saying that is not because a sleep cycle makes you think smarter. It's because you can actually withdraw emotion from your yes. decision at that point. Now, so you what can you'll just go find is facts. you can actually go get a factual conversation yes. and have someone be like, oh, man, no, I, I didn't mean it like that at all. Sorry that you interpreted it like that. This is what I was trying to say. Yes. And then it's over.
0: Anytime I want to go and talk to someone else about a problem I'm having... I think to myself, if I'm going to go and talk to anybody, I'm going to go and talk to my husband about it, okay? That's who I should be confident, you know, go, you know, in confidence going to. But any time I think I want to make a remark like, I can't believe so-and-so did that or I can't believe this happened or what did you think of this, I go to the Lord. Right. I go to the Lord. And then after I'm done praying on it, if I truly, truly feel like it makes sense for me to go to someone He imparts that wisdom and he shows me exactly who I should go to and exactly how I should go to them. And then I have peace. I don't have anxiety on the situation and I'm not going to go after a bunch of bad food to try to calm me.
1: It's not going to solve a situation to have someone tell you that you're okay and feed you a false belief in your narrative and then tell you that you know it's yeah, no. I mean, go ahead and eat your comfort food, or go ahead right. and you know just have a couple of drinks, or yes. you know none of this is going to benefit you. Not even having someone else "quote unquote" corner with you, you on something that's to not have real. Is you have
0: discipline in all areas of your life. Discipline in your thinking. Discipline in your eating. Discipline in your exercise discipline in your emotions, discipline in your spirit. We pray this message has resonated with you and that it's blessed you and that it's truly helped you. For more information on what Integrity Training Systems can do for you, you can take a look at us at integritytrainingsystems.com or call us at 636-299-2208. God bless you and thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.
1: is debbie i'm a mom nutrition coach and
0: my husband and i own a gym i'm also a baker i bake healthy cookies brownies and muffins that are high in protein and low in sugar and yes they are gluten free and dairy free Our daughter, Sophie, is our greatest inspiration, so we decided to name all of our baked goods after her. The idea for Sophie's cookies, brownies, and muffins came out of a real need to provide our daughter with a healthy snack. These healthy snacks make her more alert, balanced, and overall more joyful. We know that our baked goods are a better way to snack, and we want everyone to experience it. If you like snacking, then you will love our baked goods. Sophie's cookies, brownies, and muffins are for all ages. We don't want anyone to miss out on the benefits of our delicious and nutritious snacks. These are going fast. Order your very own Sophie's cookies, muffins, and brownies today.